5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. It is 2023. So this is our first episode in 2023. Yes, it took a couple of days to get in, (laughs) but uh, here we are. It's January 3rd. Third, And if you're listening to it another time, just know that that's when I am recording it right here, January 3rd. And so New Year's, we always have an understanding of new starts and fresh starts. And it's an opportunity for us to think about possibilities of what is to come. Now, we don't want to always set resolutions because it seems like the science tells us that resolutions get dropped. And and I think it leads back to where I talked about on Sunday. I think that that can be a negative thing. Then when we look back at our resolutions and we say, I've accomplished nothing. And so then you go back and it's just then the negative cycle. And uh, pessimism can lead us down negative paths. And so when you're thinking about the new year, you know, think about it in terms of small decisions, small ideas, or, or even long-term goals that you're trying to be able to revisit often as an accountability structure. Don't think about it as a resolution like, hey, I'm going to give up shot like this. What is it? We think that this is Lent already and people are giving things. I like be moderate. How about that? Um, Try it. (laughs) No. But here's the thing. So when you're looking at your goals, always go back and revisit it. Talk to people who know you. Talk to them about your goals and then continue to move forward in the things that are good. All right, so that's to the side. Today we're going to talk about a verse uh, from Matthew chapter 2, and we're going to go, you know, towards that, and I guess it's still early on in in Jesus' life, um, probably somewhere between one, uh, less than two years. So Jesus was less than two years old at this point in time. Matthew chapter 2, and this is starting with verse 13. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. It's always funny. Joseph kind of has this constant kind of God, the only time God's coming to Joseph is in a dream. And yet we still don't see any of Joseph's words here. You know, we went over this in the season of Advent on our on our way to the manger uh, sermon series, and we'd never see what Joseph speaks. And yet um, what we do say is uh, is that he's, and he's also, God's the only one, it, the time that God's coming to him is in a dream. Like, God didn't send an angel for these things, you know, but, well, kind of it did, but it's in a dream, appeared to Joseph in a dream. And there's the warning, right? So something is going down here. Make sure you take the child away, and it's going to be bad. 
We don't need the child here for this part. Um, we need the child protected. And um, this does lead to what they call the moment of time is the death of the innocent. And it's this Herod, right, has word from these wise men uh, from the east who studying the stars, right? And then they come into town. They say, we're here to find the new king. And of course, Herod's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like, no, 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 there, there is no other. <laughs> like, I'm in charge here. You know, like, come and address me. Don't be concerned about any other new kings. No new kings are here. They're like, well, it's an infant. He was just born. And that's when Herod goes crazy. Now, what we know about Herod is that he has a history of jealous behavior. He killed two of his kids. <laughs> um, you know, he's killed wives and uh, all because he thought that they were somehow going to overpower him. Somehow they were going to come after him or take his position or take his authority. Now, that's enough to be able to say, all right, so how much more would he do to people that he didn't know? And so he was willing to kill his own family in order to stay or to believe that he would be staying in power. And so then he just sends out all of these soldiers and says, everybody who's under two years old is going to die. And they do. They kill them. There's a mass slaughter of these innocent children because they're looking for Jesus. Now, Jesus and uh, Mary and Joseph, they stay in Egypt um, for an, an extended period of time um, because they know that if they don't stay there, that they could end up possibly being killed as well. But do you understand, like, Joseph has to do a large amount of trusting. I mean, it's the same thing in his story all along. I mean, Joseph had to do what other people would have thought was just insane and crazy. Like, you know, no, just take her to be, you know, like this child. Like, But nobody's going to understand this. Everybody's going to look at Joseph like he's crazy. And it's the same thing. He's like, hey, Mary, guess what? Like, we're going to travel to Egypt right now. Pack your bags. We're headed out. Like, whoa, what? Like, an angel visited me again. And, and and Mary probably was a bit of a softer audience. Like, okay, I was visited by an angel once too. Like, I understand the direction of this, but there's a lot of trust that has to go on in order for Mary and Joseph to say, yes, we're going to pick up everything and we're going to leave. So there's where's the trust in your relationship with God today? Is there a trust that you have that you're saying, God, I trust that as we are looking at a new year, 2023, as we are looking forward and we're saying, what do you have for us, God? What do you have for us? I'm going to trust that what God has for us is good. This goes back to also what we talked about on Sunday, you know, with a, a um, an optimism. And as followers of Christ, an optimism is saying that we trust in the future, our future, into God's hands, knowing that God says that he's working for our good. 
So this is what we're going to entrust to God into God's hands at the beginning of this new year. We're going to entrust our lives, our plans, everything that we have into the hands of God, and we're going to say, God, you got this. You're working for our good. Help us to also work in this life with the things that we have and the time that we have it for your good and for your glory. All right, consider that. We're going to end there for today, and we'll be back again tomorrow.